Well, we're gonna have to go fast then. Uh, did they have Sonic games on the 3DS? I'm sure they did. Hello. It's 352 episodes of We Were Gamers. Is it? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting Michael. close to a, a year's worth. Uh, yeah, we're going to close in on that before this year is out. Michael, what's going on? Uh, you know, I am uh, I am enjoying some nice weather for a change. It hasn't rained in uh, in Five multiple days. Yeah. 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 It's and, not currently raining. This is a change. Hey, JJ's back. <laughs> Hello. Oh, and louder than ever. Joking. Oops. I'm joking. Oops. I mean, no, no, I am no, loud, dis- so that is dis- not dis- wrong necessarily. <laughs> no. Uh, Discord uh, reset itself again, and you were all the way up. So, your all hello, the way up. Your hello so, will be as heaven. loud as loud as the SDSU uh, viewing parties were. Until they got sad. Well, I, I, that game. But, I mean, you, to be how fair. How can you be sad? I know. The team was, people were like buzzing out here. I don't know if that's common in areas where basketball does better. That's not, this isn't a thing for this team normally. <laughs> <laughs> the the years we, they, you know, it wasn't that long. Back in my day, it, it hasn't been that long since this team didn't even make the tournament. You know, we're like, oh, we got in this year instead of playing in the NIT. <laughs> Oh, welcome to where where UC Irvine plays all the time. I love the NIT. Remember the the NIT, guys? I have not invited tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know it well. We, you know, and it's, oh man, we won a game. Awesome. You know, uh, but they've been doing, you know, well these last few seasons, um, but never had gotten past uh, the round of eight. And so getting to, the final four and then the championship game is just, you know, school firsts and city firsts here. So yeah, that's so cool, man. Super exciting. It was very cool. One of my coworkers was attempting to make the argument if they had won, uh, that they would be the, the highest winning team in San Diego history. Cause like, you know, we don't have a professional football team. Uh, and while they were here, they never won a super bowl. Yeah. Uh, we don't have, you know, a professional, we have a professional baseball team, but they've never won the world series. Right. Right. So like the college basketball team winning the final, you know, the March madness tournament would be the best sports result for the entire city. Basically. What about hockey? You don't have any hockey down there? We're not professional hockey. Right. Uh, we have like, you have the goals, triple A hockey. Yeah. I don't think they've ever won anything either that I'm aware of. The goals are pretty good. I don't know if they've ever won anything. I don't know what the tournament levels. Hello? That was weird. Pardon our dust. I'm starting to have some hardware issues with this computer that might need some sorting out, you guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm thinking this Focusrite uh, attachment for this thing is just no bad and needs to be dumped and replaced with something else because I am starting to have like USB issues when I power the computer on and all sorts of stuff. Um, I don't know if it's damaged the mother. Yeah, you keep clipping out. It's like, it's like it's fading over to something else too. Is there like other inputs going on there or something? It's very strange. There okay, might be well, a there was a setting. So now I have to go back and reopen all my tabs for this thing that I had open. I guess I'm just going to sort of try and remember them. 
Anyway, we, we should just get back on track. On this podcast, like that's. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I had a few tabs open to remind me to ask you guys questions about stuff. Is what it was, you but just open the browser history. We're calling it a day on that, and we're getting back to the point because we got no time to get through all this stuff. Sorry. Um, basketball is awesome. That's that's great. I'm so happy. Oh, I remember when you know UCI got to the end of baseball and. Uh, into the World Series, and I think if they go the first time, you'll never live it down the next time, right? Right. So yeah, sure. It's it's a tough one to lose because you want to just have that Cinderella story, but uh, at the same time, like the expectations can be higher, the hopes can be higher if they don't make it, right? Yeah, and, yep. and you know the looking at the team that beat us, like I don't Good think they, Lord. they just Ooh. murdered every Talk team they played. And it wasn't close. Yeah. That I don't imagine most of those players will be there next year. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's like, yeah. How many of them? It's like, which ones aren't going to the NBA? <laughs> yeah. Well, since we're on sports, Although I guess that pathway huh? isn't as popular as it used to be. Right. Or, you know, maybe? you know, I, there's something to be said for like having fun in college and winning tournaments. It's not oh, yeah. like basketball careers are at serious jeopardy like football careers. I just mean that they don't typically get drafted straight to the NBA out of college anymore. They often ah. go into the G League and play for several years gotcha. now. It's gotcha. just not as not as common. Not that it won't happen. Just not well. common. Okay, we're on sports. Michael, you got to hear about my night staying up from 10 to 1 a.m.? Oh, so Okay, I'm so curious. You watched <laughs> the thing from 10 to F1? 10 to F1 a.m. Yes. <laughs> Let's hear it. This episode was oh supposed God. to be about the 3DS, and it still will be, but I don't know how I don't title it that. <laughs> <laughs> From 10 to F1 a.m. I watched it live, yes, with other people. That's amazing. It was the most chaos you that you were I've ever. Um, uh, at uh, a, a family's house. With, yeah. Oh, okay. Fam- family. To watch with it. family. Yeah, that are all, uh, I don't know what has happened, but the brothers and in-law brothers and all the brothers are in F1 on in, on one side of the family. And cool. so whenever we're together, if there's any F1 available, we just turn it on. It's just on. That's fun. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Uh, I think it helps bring everybody just a little bit of uh, peace, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched it live. It was absolute chaos, Michael. Chaos. <laughs> Michael, you, you know some some racing terms here. We're gonna have to talk about. Uh, you know what a yellow flag is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what a red flag is? Uh huh. Yeah. Worse. A safety right. safety car. Right. Yeah. They okay. slow everyone right. down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, interval. We're gonna have to talk about intervals. You might have to refresh me on that one. Uh, I mean, space between cars, basically. Okay. It's the common meaning, right? Just like this, the interval between something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't even know where to start with this insanity. Uh, uh, it rained I mean, the previous day. Right. I think that's the place to start, right? The, okay. the track <laughs> normally is rubbered in, as they call it, you know, from the previous days of racing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it rains, typically all that kind of rubber and all that stuff on the track kind of washes off. So people are like, oh, the grip is a little lower. It's a little colder out there, maybe, uh, as the as the day wears on. Um, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So the conditions are ripe, let's say, for stuff it's... to happen. Now, the weather is, is interesting because that day it was pretty warm. And so they said, you know, we'll go with some interesting strategies here. It's a shortish race. We're all going to run hard tires. Um, there are a lot of people at the back of the field because of the previous day's conditions that shouldn't be, including one of the contenders for the championship, um, who are going to have to work their way through the field. So a lot of cars have decided we're going to try and make this entire race on one set of tires, Michael. Okay. Uh, so, well, that so wasn't their decision, right? Because that's not legal, it's, technically. Uh, you have to pit once, yes. Right, and you have to change tires. You have, to, you have to have change two tires. different compounds unless there's yeah. extenuating circumstances. So so they're going to try and do it, right? They're going to try and do 99.9% of the race and then yeah, exactly. change, change at the most opportune time. Generally speaking, that's a yellow or red flag. Uh, the red flag being much more advantageous. Um, and just put on whatever the fastest tires are and do a quick little jaunt to the end and be done. Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. That's the stage being set for the 58 laps of the Australian Grand Prix. I think to be fair, you make it sound like there was chaos all the way through. There was chaos at the start and then kind of a long period of like some good racing. There was and then chaos at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, that's the best part of this is that there's a ton of chaos at the start. And then in the, yeah. So at, at the start we have, uh, you, you go JJ. It's fresher for you. You, you go. Uh, ahead. Yeah. I did not watch it live. So it was, I watched it a little more recently. So I remember was, the end very well, but the beginning, I don't know how we got so many yellows and reds. I don't remember well, exactly. So in the very, the very first lap, Three corners in. So turn three uh, apparently is the death corner on this track because it happened every time there. Uh, Charles, Charles, uh, oh, before, Charles, Charles, bef- Charles. Bef- before you, before you start, uh, I made a comment to to those present at the race that I need to repeat to you before you tell this story. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. I said these words out loud. Lance Stroll is starting too far up the pack. He's going to crash someone out. <laughs> mm. So go go ahead and describe what happened to turn three. Uh, turn three, Lance <laughs> Stroll <laughs> hits the like back left, I think. He taps there? the yeah back back right with back his right, front left. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, his front left. Uh, Charles Charles's back right. And spins him out into the gravel there, beaching his car three turns into the race, like two seconds into the race, and he's out. Michael, uh, Charles Leclerc being one of the top-rated drivers on a top-rated car. Expected to be championship contender. The the golden boy at Ferrari. Yes. Um, Uh, Car beached, can't get it moving, immediate yellow flag. And okay, like he's not That's in the, the racing line. That's the rules. You bring out a yellow for that. All right. Yep. Uh huh. Um, and they they kind of my recollection is they kind of go on racing and they're sort of able to move him off without having yes. to stop the race at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you know, stuff racing kind of happens from here. Was my memory racing good? Good racing kind of happens from here, but I I think. There's more yellows in there pretty quickly. Um, man, I should have refreshed my memory before this insanity. There, there are more. There are more yellow flags for people like going off that turn and like yeah. missing it. 
Um, but not no one crashes out here. People are just like overcooking it into the turn, trying to overtake and then, yeah. well, end up in the gravel and having to spin their tires and flail about a bit until they can get out of it. Um, so and we, some of them do without we get, much trouble. Uh, oh, and, the, and at the start and now past turn four, we now know who the race lead, re- leaders are. Okay. And it's not who you think it should be. Uh, Max Verstappen won pole. And he gets a pretty bad start, actually, because of whatever yeah. reasons. Uh, he and got he continues. Got by Russell, like almost immediately. Russell, who's in second place, and Hamilton, who's in third place, yeah, are now get him. now both past him within the first lap. They're all on the same tires, though. So, okay. um, Verstappen. Pretty pretty standardly now seems to get more out of tires than most people um, do. He, he doesn't really complain about them as much uh, as often, I would say. And so you kind of feel like, uh, you know, it's early. The Red Bull is often very much faster once DRS is enabled. Yeah, I was going to say, really, it seemed like he was just sort of biding his time, waiting for DRS to get enabled so he yes. could just zoom uh, right past them. We've talked about DRS before. That's the flap at the back of the car that opens up to enable overtaking uh, speeds, to help with enabling overtaking speeds. Um, but you have to be within one second of the car ahead of you. Okay. Yep. So we've got a little bit of racing happening here. DRS enabled, finally. Uh, and And racing starts to happen. Um, I think Hamilton is doing his best to hold off Verstappen as he possibly can. You can see the frustration building as he gets told that he's like, like he's going to get past. He doesn't want to get past. He starts getting DRS on his teammate, Russell, who's ahead of him. Russell starts radioing the team that he doesn't want to get past. He shouldn't have to be fighting his teammate. His teammate should be helping him because he's ahead. And Verstappen's loving it and having a great time with DRS and keeps whipping in and close to these two, right? And and crucially, right, the, you know, the... The expectation going into this race is that that Red Bull car is like way faster than the Mercedes. And it's it like seems these guys be. aren't actually in a fight like this happened. And it's weird that they're in front of him. But the smart thing to do would for them to be like, yeah, defend, like, don't let him just pass for free. But like, don't ruin your tires and ruin your race yeah. trying to defend this guy who's going to beat you eventually anyway. Yeah. yeah. So Verstappen finally gets ahead of Hamilton. And this is where Albon goes off, right? Yeah. yeah. Or did he get past George first? And no, he doesn't Albon get past George because George pits during the yellow from the lead. Ah, right? you're right. Yeah. So Albon yeah. goes off on the same lap that he, so, or a lap so, after. Anyway. So like within a lap, and this guy Alex Albon, who also was starting really far up the grid for where he should be. It's like seventh or something. Yeah, really in a in a crazy. car that is supposed to be last, Michael. His teammate is dead last the entire race. Okay, and so he's overdriving close. probably and overdriving the car, and for some reason, probably because of the rubbered up problem, he it looks like the back end of his car just floats after a turn. It's like it completely loses traction. It's very weird. Even the racing drivers that are in the the uh, commentary booth. Uh, yeah. are like i don't know what happened here 
he goes oh, I, off. They're like, this sucks. There's like nothing he can do at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he's lost control the of the is, car. The issue is before this. Two right? turns nothing before. You can do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nothing you mm-hmm. can do here at this point. You're here. You're just a passenger now. You're going to crash. Yeah. So yeah. we describe all this because he goes off into the gravel, spins, and then the car won't start up. He can't get it working again. And they have to yell a flag. Okay. Uh, another comment comes out of the people watching it live. Holy cow, that's a lot of stuff on the track. So, the, crucially, he makes it sound like he's just beached it on the gravel again. He hit the wall. He hit the right. Yes, sorry. Like, yeah. His front wing kind of shatters a bunch. Yeah. There's pieces of car all over the place. Yeah. So, you know, it, and, it's and a not just car. Problem. There is, imagine taking like a, a dump truck and dumping gravel next to the road, not intending to get it on the road. Well, what does the road look like anyway, right? Right. It's covered in gravel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, crucially, someone in the group goes, that's a lot of stuff on the track, right? So, initially, and because of the rules, they hit a yellow flag. And Mercedes says, aha, this is our opportunity for our one pit. Because we have a race leader. He, no, we no, can no. get it. It's not just the yellow flag. They bring out the safety car, right? Yeah, safety car. Yes. Yellow flag, safety car. Real safety car. So, they they say, strategy-wise... Hamilton, you stay out because you're in third place. There's no reason you should pit unless Max pits. If Max pits, you pit, right? If not, stay out. George, we're going to put you on tires, on different tires now, which will drop you to fifth place, but you'll, your tire change will be done, and you'll go to the end of the race, and you'll on win. whatever, yeah. Because everyone else will have to stop in front of you. You'll inherit their positions. You never stop again. Now you're far away ahead of them. Yep. So they go through one lap of this and a lot of the drivers start radioing like there's a lot of stuff on the track here you guys. There's a lot of stuff on the track. This is a lot of stuff on the track. And I think Kevin Magnuson and a couple other people pit and and some of their teammates don't. A lot of teams do like one and one. And, you know, you see the the sense in that, right? It's like, oh, yep. they're trying to cover both strategies here. Now yep. they have a person out and they have a person not out. Yep. They're they're doing okay here. But then, then like, a then lap later. A lap later, there's too much stuff on the track. Red flag, shut the race down. So everyone, you know, go park in the pit lane. Stop your cars. Get out. Like, we're going to have to close the whole track so people can come out and do work. You know, fix so, the barrier, fix yep, stuff, you know. Yep. So Mercedes has now ended George Russell's race. He's down in fifth place. He I doesn't... They yeah. they ruined him for nothing, effectively. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, and everyone that was that pitted is now back in their position, and everyone else that didn't now gets a free pit. Michael, because the, the free pit under the, under that, flag, counts, right? that counts towards their pit that they had to do. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So crucially, under red flag, you can still work on the car and you can yeah. make changes to tires. And I think Hamilton changed his front wing during the break. Oh, people change all kinds of stuff. They yeah. make all kinds of weird adjustments. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then so, uh, it starts back up. Immediately. It starts back up with a bunch of people hosed, but that's kind of like, oh, that's crazy. I, I wonder why they didn't red flag it earlier, but whatever. It's, it's kind of chaos with the race and now, and that's cool. But Verstappen is now at the front. And the answer to this is, see you later, right? Yeah, it's like, all right, well, and then Verstappen doesn't see the rest of the field for the rest of the race, effectively. They, I, I commented on this out loud again. I I started watching my watch. They didn't show him for 30 
minutes. Why would you? They at one point thirty five minutes and no one is close to it. What's I remember like thirty five ish minutes later they were like, There's Max Verstappen. But the frame they had was Logan Sargent coming around the corner. (laughs) So it was Logan Sargent first and then it was Max lapping Logan Logan Sargent. They're like, Look, he's still racing. They literally said, Look, our race leader is still racing. He's out there on the track. Michael, at one point he got up to ten seconds ahead of the other cars. That's, that's third. That's a free pit stop. Uh, ten isn't quite the pit delta, but it's uh, is far, it? it's far enough that if they also have to pit, they have yeah. no possible chance of ever catching yeah. you. Yeah. Like your team could screw up royally in the pit stop, and you'd be fine. Well, uh, the you you're so close to it that of, if you put soft tires on, you'd be golden. Right, right, and it, it crucially like it's. Getting uh, lapped in F1 isn't as uncommon as that sounds. Like the back markers typically get lapped All in the a time. lot of races. And and it's important because they enable DRS for the front marker. Which is kind of BS, I feel. And uh, also, like, why can't the guy in the back defend? Like, I, I this is an F1 rule, and I don't understand the, like, blue flag Because they can, they could cause a crash to the race leader. It's a car. You gotta yeah. pass the car. Oh, you got to pass him. Why? Why does it just free for the? Why should Why should Williams be able to cost Red Bull millions of dollars for crashing their car with their bad driver? You know. So 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 just overtake him, like yeah. you would normally. <laughs> like you have the DRS. What's the issue? Just pass him. Yeah. You, you pass a lot of other drivers. Can't pass this guy. I don't I, know. I don't know. It's like that is one of the rules that uh, other racing series don't have that I think would improve F one, at least give us something to see. You know, yeah. like stop people like running away from the front. But this is what it well, is. So we go for a normal race for quite a while. There's some sweet overtaking, though. There's like, some very uh, good Alonso overtaping from Alonzo. Like, and cool I mean, there's a really good race that happens in the middle of this. There's another Checo has like a bunch yeah, of sweet a overtaking. bunch of them. There's another yellow flag in there for I can't remember what reason. Uh, oh, uh, uh, signs his car catches on fire. Right. No, <laughs> no, 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 no George Russell. That's later. George George Russell's car it's, catches it's, on fire. It's George's car that catches. George on fire. Russell's car catches on fire. It literally just shooting flames out of the back of it. He's like going down the pit straight, and it's like trailing smoke. And you're like, "That's not good." Yeah. And then you know, as he's coming down the main straight, they're like, "George, stop the car." So George. So the, George, the, the guy car. that was gonna win never was gonna win because his car broke down anyway. <laughs> uh, and, and what by the signs time is, he's getting out, like you can just see like flames billowing out the back, you know, and he's yeah. like. Yelling at the people with the the, air, the like fire extinguishers, be like, "Come on, let's go!" Like very, yeah, yeah. So I forgot. Signs is, is in it at the end of the race because of the five second thing, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then we get to the end of the race, Michael, and no, we're like lap four fifty fifty six four fifty five of it's got to be 58. like fifty five of fifty eight, yeah. And uh, Kevin Magnuson somehow slips his car too close to the wall, catches the wall, and blows out the whole back right side of his car all over the track. Yeah. His his back right tire hits the wall and like shatters the rim and the wheel and tire parts and his back wing and like parts are everywhere. So uh, yellow flag for a lap and then red flag. And, you know... This was arguable, I think. Well, I mean, they had to red flag this one because he hit the barrier pretty hard and, like, his car was in a weird place. Yeah. 
Well, I didn't feel so bad about that. But Max Max's the, eleven second lead on the field is now a restart. I mean, it's it's a zero second lead, right? Because yeah, it is, well, I mean, yeah, but now yeah, they have to race again, Michael, from the start line. Well, so this is a thing. Like this is what I wanted to hear from you, Andrew. They didn't have to do that. No, they could have done a rolling start. They could have done a rolling start. They chose to do a standing start again. Well, uh, as with all F1 rules, who can say why? Because there's seven different ways to interpret what should happen next. Yeah. I mean, literally, it gets worse than this. why they did it, though. They did it to try and make Max race. Yeah, exactly. They they wanted a show, right? Okay. So they put everyone back in the start line and they make everyone race again. Guess what happens when everyone races again two laps from the end of the race, Michael? Nothing good. In, yeah. in turn three... <laughs> everyone hits everyone else. Everyone crashes. Uh, Signs collides with Alonzo. Uh, someone he, he, else... To be fair, he doesn't hit him that hard. He, like, taps him and just spins Alonzo out into the yeah. gravel. Right. And then uh, Gasly trying trying to avoid that accident moves to the right, which causes him to hit his own teammate and take them both out of the race. And he hits him hard. They go into that wall, and there's just like shards of pink cars. There are four cars immediately taken out of the race. Three turns into it, and guess what? Another red flag. Ugh. Which again, like. Those two Alpine cars were so destroyed, there was no option. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like... But also now, we don't know how to finish finish the race. There's because there's two laps left. There's two laps left, but we didn't finish a quarter sector of the track, which means that the race restart has to restart with the order that existed before the start. But now, it, the counter of laps has moved up one because Max crossed the line, even though we don't know Max crossed the line because he didn't get through the first quarter before the accident. No, the, the, the reason the counter of laps moves up is because after he goes around and pulls into the pit, you cross the start-finish line because the pit is past the I start see. line. Okay, so now That's we're on up, but So now we're on lap 58. No, 50, 57, right? 57. 57, and they can't decide how to restart the race. If they okay. should even restart the race and what order they should restart in. So eventually they start moving cars around in the paddock and trying to get them in different orders. And there's a ton of vested interest here by all the teams, right? Oh, yeah, like, because oh, I want my my team. My guy got spun out when he deserves to be back up in the front. This other team doesn't deserve, you know, and then I, people arguing every which way. Of course. Yeah, I mean, there's a team like Haas who's usually at the back that has a driver in fourth place now. I mean, why yeah. wouldn't you argue, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's all self-interest, right? Yeah. So eventually they restart this thing. And right as they're about to restart it, they tell the guy in fifth that he's been assessed a five-second penalty for causing that accident. Yeah, for spinning Alonzo into the But ground. they're going to run the entire race behind a safety car, Michael. So that, affects, that effectively puts every car within five seconds of him. You know, so... Th- they're saying that like hey because so there's there's two things going on here right f1 has this rule about like finishing the race and how many laps or whatever they would have to do a lap of the circuit to get back to the starting grid that would then mean they're lined up on the starting grid and the first person to cross the line is first and then second and third and the race is over so there's no like have a a one yard dash right like there's no point in doing that 
So they're like, all right, if we finish under the safety car, this is fine. But now this five second penalty this guy gets basically puts him at last effectively, right? He's in fourth or fifth or something. Yeah, he was in fifth. It effectively moves him almost all the way to the back of the race. Yep. Uh, And you get some painful radio from him. He's like, some terrible radio. Yeah. Uh, It was a mess. It was an absolute mess. And there were. They didn't tell the fans the race wasn't over, so fans were like trying to climb the fence as they were doing the final form uh, cool down lap. They were trying to because they, they didn't realize yeah, there like needed to be a cool down them. lap. It's a, a thing car they allow the fans to do there, right? Go out and yeah. like yeah. walk on the track when it's over. Yeah. A, well, a car, a car broke down out there. A car broke down on the on the cool down lap, and you know was still live while people were crowding around it live on the track. <laughs> it's like. Uh, it was nuts. I, I counted at the end of the race out of 20 cars to start the race, 11 made it off the track under their own power. 12 finished the race though. <laughs> that, that, that car that broke down on the cool down lap finished Did the race. Finish the race. Yep. It broke down after the race was over. Yep. It was insane. Something that should have taken an hour and 30 hour and 40 minutes took three plus hours. Yeah. It, truly a bonkers uh i couldn't believe it it was absolute chaos uh and And, not just because of the racing oh yeah man and like i think uh hamilton and alonzo like hate each other man i get the feeling they are like rivals from the past like they used to be teammates and like now they're not anymore and no love lost no love lost for sure and like i i have the feeling that like hamilton was like desperately like wanted to keep Alonzo behind him and keep that podium. Absolutely. Yeah. He's like, I will not give this podium to the, to this man. Someone else can have it, but not him. Right. Yep. Oh man. Well, we, we, we don't have a ton of time, but we had to talk about that. It was insane. I I had to, it was insane. Um, Michael, uh, as depressed as those guys were about their finish, are you depressed at all about your finish in the near automata, auto, automata crossover event in Champions of the Continent? Uh, well, I mean, due to a, a clerical error, it's not quite done yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm a little sad. I think the only thing about this that I'm I'm sad about, I, I guess we should say that. Uh, there was another uh, collaboration event in Octopath Traveler Champions of the Continent. Uh, and this time, uh, Orstero was hacked by uh, yeah. the world of Near Automata. Glory to mankind. You guys should play that game, man. I messed up and didn't buy it during the sale, so I'm going to wait for the next sale, and then I'm going to buy it for the Steam Deck. But uh, So h- how many of the androids did we all end up with? I have to be clear. There was everyone got nine S for free. Everyone got nine right? S. Yeah. Uh, I've got the tray, the trio. I got all of them. So you have you have two B and a two. Yeah. Did you end up with all three of them, Michael? No, no. My uh, my pull luck was pretty atrocious for this event. So I I did wind up with uh, an awakened a two, a single awakening, but that was it. Oh, nice. Rough. I I got I. Didn't have I didn't have to go the full pity on A two, but it wasn't far off. Um, yeah, I mean, I, this I is, did get an A two, but that was this is something I wanted to talk about actually. 
Uh, maybe you should have. Oh, kept going? Just gone to full pity if you were that close. Michael and I and you had a discussion, and I think more than Michael so I and I... actually wouldn't have had the gems to do it. I, oh, I interesting. Have now, but yeah. I didn't at that time. Uh, Michael and I were discussing this a little bit uh, a long time ago, and then I was discussing it a little bit with you guys during the event. And um, I stopped because I ended up with an A2, A2 very early on, and a 2B and the 9S. And I was like, okay, that's enough. I should stop and save my gems because we're free to play. Um, and we need them for other things. Uh, I don't think I'll pull on TT, actually, because she's I forgot she's Sacred Blaze, and I don't like doing that. Yeah, those are those are hard if you don't have enough to to do the full pity on them. They are very much a pity oriented banner. Uh, so it's, I'm gonna. It's a full six k, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna force myself not to do it, and there's more reasons for it than that, actually. But, um, I got to the point that I got boost berries. Okay. And I stopped there because I thought they had some high-ish value. And I wish I had kept going two more pulls to pull stones, at least. If not going four more pulls to pull their uh, items. Because I did not realize this, but I think boost berries are actually kind of worthless. I mean, they're, the worth of them is a level, right? The worth of them is 5-ish million XP. And now that we have the upgraded nut farm, 5 million XP is possibly one day. If you get lucky, yeah. But even if you're unlucky, it's like a few days. Yeah. And so I think now, especially for events where we decide we're going to pull hard, boost berries are not the goal anymore on stopping. And so if if you hit a weird number like 60... You should probably go to 80 or 100, you know what I mean? Especially if you've saved the gems to do the banner like I had with the near banner because that was one that I really wanted to pull on. Um, I wish I hadn't stopped, especially with how many gems they gave us. Holy cow. So I wanted to see if you guys thought that my assessment of boost berries was accurate. That's that I distilled my argument uh, while thinking about it over the last day because I was going to ask you a longer-winded question yesterday but i think my argument distills down to when pulling how far should you really pull because i think boost berries are not as useful as they used to be so i i have never gone after boost berries with the with extra fragments i just if i don't have enough to get something really good i'll just get bronze shards oh see but i'd say one of the reasons i think we should pull more on a banner you decide you really want you should just pull more is because even then, if you hit the person multiple times, it's great. But like the the guide stones, if you hit them, let's say you do near again because you really want those characters to be like A1, A2, uh, A3, whatever. If you do them again, if you already capped out their guide stones, you're just getting guide stones that are worthless. I mean, obviously you can shard them into other guide stones, but... Yeah, I was going to say you can trade the guide stones for guide stones. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's... um. I, I hear you with that, you know. Um, I got uh, A2's accessory, I think. That was oh, see, so, so you pulled that far. Okay. I think I should have yeah. pulled farther. I was a little I, disappointed. I had, I had to. <laughs> yeah. Were. I mean, if either of you wanted to, the banners are still up. Well, so I was kind of annoyed uh, at myself, and so I decided to pull on the Dancer banner, actually. Okay. Um, 
because I we got so many gems from the event that I should have kept pulling on the the androids, but I had already traded in all the shards for that banner, ah, uh-huh. which I shouldn't have done right away, but I guess I I did, and so I went back to the dance because I really wanted primrose because I keep seeing how to beat like multiple things in the world. It's like you need primrose, you need primrose for dark damage, really. Uh, the yeah. game decided that my A2 luck, Michael, meant that I should only get Harley three times. <laughs> A3, Andrew? Huh? Harley. Yeah? yeah the worst bro? dancer in the game. I have a uh, 4.5 Harley that I'm not working oh. on. Oh my god. So worthless. Uh, anyway, uh, there's a lot coming up in that game. I, I wouldn't I'm I pulled on the dancer banner with all the gems they gave us for the event, so I'm still sitting just below doing another full pity for somebody else at some I point in the that. future. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. around thirty thirty six hundred. So not bad considering how how deep I had to go. I'm about sure. half that. So You're at eighteen hundred? Yep. Ouch. I had to I, I had to go deep to get A2, man. Um, yeah. Finally got her. And I didn't get 2B either, so it's just, you know, 9S and A2 for me. I did finally get Elvis to 5-star the other day and then bought immediately, like, two Awakenings for him. So I was frustrated that I didn't get... <laughs> I was frustrated that I did not get Primrose. Uh, so I ended up just, like, being mad at the game and, and level 100 did six characters. Hey. I have several hundreds at this point. Like, as my first, my first one hundreds actually. I, I had just been letting them sit in my main party and not hurrying them. Yeah, you wound up getting bottlenecked with, uh, with levels anyway from the, the lack of guide stones. Yeah. The cool so. thing I will say about the getting guys to level one hundred is those like final SP saver skills typically make a big difference in how long they can be active in fights that like, oh yeah grind grind out uh, do i have to go characters. in do i have to go in and reselect the skills or does it fix it for you reselect. what do you mean like to get the sp savings do you have to go in and oh like... no they're not separate oh okay yeah it, it just so changes it... the ability right the cost yeah gotcha got it cool yeah, i'm excited so especially for a character like cyrus yeah it helps so much when i got the sp saver skills and he's not at level 100, but I got one of them. And now all of a sudden, I want to use him for that element all the time. Because <laughs> he can cast that spell like 50 times. So the other two like drain his SP like crazy. Anyway, I had a good time with the banner. The event was cool. I wish the, the things were Did you were guys permanent. all end up being 9S question mark level 100 or whatever he was? Yes. Yes. 90. I think he was 90. But yes, I, I've whatever. cleared all of it. Uh I thought it was great. I wish they left the hunts in there. Those were really fun hunts. Yeah, it's too cool bad. Maps. That, like, that's my, my biggest gripe, is that the hunts are also limited time like the rest of it. That shouldn't be. I don't know why. They don't just leave it in. Yeah, those were super cool maps. Fun to play. Yeah. Uh, sounds like there's a lot coming out this week and next week. Or maybe just this yeah, week. This, this week in particular, we get uh, we finally get the first of our job towers. So those will be fun. Uh, five levels. Each level has a, a regular and an EX variant. Uh, and then each job tower can only be entered by characters who are that job. So we'll get 
the warrior tower and the hunter tower to start with. Uh, and then the towers, uh, each tower is tied to the awakening for one of the arena characters. So we'll get uh, Tiki Lin's stuff in the, the warrior tower. I'm so ready to make Tiki Lin my new Odette. Come on. I don't have Odette, so I need Tiki Lin A1. <laughs> she needs to do some damage for me. Someone with wind, please. <laughs> well, you have you have Harley now. <laughs> I will say, uh, I sort of wish that, uh, although maybe it'll make her finally overtake uh, Lars, because I have Lars and he has some wind abilities also. But his there's so many wind characters, dude. Not awesome. Yeah, so he's many too, right? He's also wind. Yeah, I just oh, don't understand. He's not, he's not a warrior, so he can't go into the tower. Never mind. Why is Prim <laughs> like my only art, my only option for dark damage anywhere in the world? I don't understand it. And like, I don't even have her. So, uh, Steed, uh, don't have. Dark. Uh, well, you got two B. Yeah, he has dark. Yeah. Uh, so does Fior. Yep, Fior has. Uh, <laughs> It's not really dark, dark damage, spell. yeah. Bro, you need to cast a dark spell. It's a dark spell, okay? <laughs> it's not good uh, enough for an arena fight. Let's see. Who else? Uh, there's Hines, Wingate. I mean, those are yeah. four. Those are all fours is what I'm saying. That's why. Yeah, no, she's ice. But that's why I had to try and pull on that dancer banner. And I was disappointed in myself for doing it. I really was. I It was as much of a waste as I thought it would be. I feel bad for having spent whatever thousand gems on it i think or whatever yeah don't don't chase i i have learned that over over many years from playing ffrk yep right? that's... Like set yourself set yourself a level like I, you yep. know i'm only gonna pull four times on this banner or i'm i'm pulling on this one to pity um but yeah it, you know even then you know if you get it so early you're not going to continue yep and then yep. don't just don't go past the line it's hard to do when it's not re- a real line. You know what I mean? It's like it's just the game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, COTC, man. Yeah, new story this week. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we're story. awesome. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears here. We're gonna stay in games. We're gonna even stay on a device that had a lot of great Square Enix games like Bravely Default. The eShop for the 3DS and the Wii U shut down this past week essentially sunsetting those two consoles they ended support for those consoles they're ending hardware replacements and fixes for those consoles uh i think the shop has already shut down don't run out and try and do it now it's too late uh it's over you guys i i think it looks like you can still download stuff you have bought Yes, uh, in the PlayStation Three style, you can still access things you have you have digitally, yeah. but you can't. You, get there's them. no way to get anything else, and even yeah. if you had money in there, you can't use it. Yep. Uh, they've removed the ability to put credit cards in there, etc. Uh, I think a couple years ago, we were at a BlizzCon, and I declared the 3DS was dead when I carried it around a BlizzCon and did not street pass a single person. I mean, that was years into the Switch's life at that point, though, right? Like, the Switch yes. had been out for several two, years. Two, three and, years, yeah. And and you, we were clinging to the 3DS. Was the um, Switch... Is the Switch 8 this year? Yeah. I believe that's well, true. Nine? Oh, my God. We're getting older faster. 
Is that is that how feel does right? time work? How does time, time work? Right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's it's old, and you know the the 3ds was a great system. I think we can all agree. Um, no, no. Oh, thank really. God, the Switch is only six. You guys, oh, thank God. Uh, that means it's turning seven later this year. No, it, uh, it's turns seven next year. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Turns. Thank God. I thought we were dying. Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, anyway, but, back yeah, on track here. It's, yeah. It's fair to say that you know that thing, the Switch killed the 3DS dead, like oh. the day it released. Yeah, nails. That thing was straight up we, nails. We we remember right? Like the Switch was impossible to get. It was sold out everywhere all the time for like a year and a half. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then and that was before before COVID. COVID yeah. Yeah, it was foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we all busted our 3DSs out. Just to Fine. give them uh, one last mine's epitaph. Been, mine's next to me right now. I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna click mine in front of the microphone. Here, hold on. Oh, I knocked my microphone over. Hold up. Well done. <laughs> uh there's the, yeah, there's I, the click. I even I even turned it on. I was like, ah, what games do I got in here? What am I what am I, what was I up to? I oh, also okay, turned mine on. Yeah. I have a puzzle and dragons game in here all right that was cool and but i think the thing i had most recently played was link between worlds because that was the top left icon on the thing yeah um i think pick is that special zelda picross is one of the games i was playing last in there bravely default i'm sure mine um my battery does not appear to be great i'm trying to do the rehab steps of like charge full for a couple hours past full then discharge all the way and see if that rehabs it at all. Um, mm-hmm. Because as I discovered this this week, it's not easy to find a 3DS or DS battery that is not an $8 one that's probably a cheap knockoff. Yeah, mine uh, took a long time to boot. Like it, I couldn't even turn it on. I had to let it charge for a good several hours before it would even turn on. Yeah, uh, I actually lucked into a uh old ds like an actual ds with you know the the old advanced slot on the bottom and stuff like that and uh that one the lights won't even come on when i plug it in so i'm wondering what's wrong with that one if it's the battery or if it's the charger if it's just dead completely yeah hard to know yeah um these are one of the things that people are going to be talking about in the next couple years actually with these systems is like these systems are I think unlike like an SNES and stuff where it's easy to keep them going, right? Um, and, and, and SNES and NES, they're very simple circuit boards. They have a lot of successors, like I- imitation consoles, analog, very expensive consoles. Um, the Mr. emulates them well. Things like that exist for those types of very simplistic items to to generate. But the 3DS and the Wii U, especially the the 3DS, not the Wii U, are going to be things that are kind of almost impossible to replicate in, in their entirety, right? Like, yeah, maybe you can find a way to look at two screens at once on a computer screen or something. But, like, the idea of it turning 3D and all that, these are going to be real hard to keep going permanently the thing that you cannot do right with emulation is the 3d effect because right. that's not supported by the monitors unless you have some kind of custom piece of hardware and that is the thing that will be lost 
which to also be fair, I don't know how much 3DS you guys played. I turned it off a large majority of the time. I think some games did it really well. Uh, you know, the marquee Nintendo made games always did it well, right? Like the Zelda Link sure. Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds had a cool implementation of it, like where you could like jump up and you would see him fly up into the air, you know, and like the there were some puzzles that utilized it a little bit. Um, but, you know, the game's also playable without it. Just going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always lived around 20% on. I think I, as I got through, I mine lived between on and off. I can't remember. As I got to kind of cleaning out my my collectibles, we've talked about over the last couple of years. Um, one of the things I picked up and decided whether I was going to keep or not was the 3ds, and I looked at it, and I had sold off my DS, my DS uh, Lite, my DSi over the years to pay to upgrade to the next one, right? So I only have this one left, actually. And I looked at it and I was just like, hey, I can't get rid of this one. It's too iconic. It's I've used it too much. Like one of my buttons is completely shiny and the other ones are all the original kind of dull color. But my A button sure is shiny. <laughs> you know? I must have played a lot of Street Pass games. Uh, no kidding, JJ. <laughs> yeah. Um it's going to be sad. To I don't know how to keep it going super well. I assume someone out there will make batteries for it for a while. But um, I did run across some articles about how to sunset your consoles like these. Like, okay, make sure to back up the SD cards with all your saves because those can go bad. Or like if, you're, if your DS goes bad and you need to move it over, you know, to a new one or, or a used one, I guess, at this point. You know, kind of do that ahead of time. Um, there's really no advice for how to try and keep your battery in good health. I don't know. Keep them charged, I guess. Yeah, I mean, batteries are batteries. Yeah, it's sort of an intractable problem at some point, right? Yeah, it kind of is. Um, did you guys have... what? What I ended up getting the Majora's Mask one. What did you... And the, that's the XL version. I don't know what you guys actually ended up having and keeping. Uh, I think a lot of so a lot of what I had for the 3ds to start with were were all on uh, on carts to begin with. So oh, I meant I the addition the, of your of it. <laughs> is it just like uh, a colored uh, one or? No, I have the uh, I have the Zelda one. Oh, you have the Majora's, the Majora's Mask one also. Yeah, the Majora's Mask as well. Oh. We didn't we get them at the same time? I we I mean if they came out, it seems like something you, you would have had do. to have done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I seem to recall an early morning outside of Target. I seem to recall that too. I've forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh mine my is, god, uh, that's mine right. Is, mine is blue. Uh, it's blue. Yes, <laughs> XL. It's a very the nice, new very one. Nice <laughs> I don't the, know. The does, quote unquote does new. <laughs> they, I don't know if they ever did say. Oh no, it does say new. Mine says new on the bottom. There's a hardware difference, right? It has the yes. other little button. Mine does there's, not have that. This there is, is a, a hardware difference. Yes. Yeah. So this is an old 3DS XL blue. Uh, there were like four total games that ever supported that little button. I know. And that only like a few that ever used the power of the new one. So yeah. It was ran. I had played on my PC already. <laughs> it ran older games better, actually. Uh, they, oh, they, yeah, it was more powerful. It was better. No one is arguing yeah. that it wasn't better. Uh, I like a lot of the special edition ones. Uh, the colors were good. I didn't know this, but they made regular sized 3DSs that you could like swap the face plates on. 
Yeah, I think that was the uh-huh. first edition ones. They had a bunch of yeah. changeable faceplates on them. That's cool, too. Anyway, uh, Street Pass, I don't know how... I mean, I guess you can only play them now with walking. Uh, there was a Street Pass uh, emulator that existed back in the day. So I assume you could get that working and use, like, turn a Wi-Fi point into a Street Pass, basically. Oh, Interesting. Huh. It was doable before, so like you could street pass at your house. It was how people like hacked street pass games and stuff. So oh. that was always doable. It's probably uh, janky on modern computers, but yeah, it, it should still be possible. But yeah, it's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think one of the things that might be a lot of work, but might be worth it to do now, is to maybe homebrew your 3ds or buy one to homebrew if you don't want to homebrew the one you like. Yeah. To try to try and be able to play games cuz I mean there's near, there's no other option really is there? Uh, I mean there are emulators, right? Oh, how That's to, how I mean, well let's let's compare and contrast then because if you've got an emulator we should hear about it. Yeah, so Citra is a 3DS emulator and it runs on your PC. Uh, obviously it can't do any 3D stuff cuz that's not a thing that a PC can do. Like they could render it right, but you wouldn't see anything. It would just look like garbage on your monitor. Sure. Um, it has a bunch of options for dealing with the the two screen situation and touch pads. Um, yeah, because if, uh, if you want to touch the yeah, if you want to touch the bottom screen, what do you do? The three DS was so packed with tech, dude. I don't understand how they did it. I you mean, know now. Uh, so but, uh, you know, it's a touch pad is a very common thing in. You know, yes, not but. That- that crazy what when did that thing come out in like 20 2011 maybe iphones existed then right so yeah i guess sure the uh the emulation solution to this is uh hey you have a mouse you can just click on it (laughs) 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 it works it works and it has the same effect though right because if you were holding the 3ds you couldn't really use the stylus and tap at the same time. You kind of had to maneuver your hands and do something to like get up there. You couldn't be like actively engaged with the controls and also tapping that screen. So having to take your hands off of the controller or whatever you're using and like reach over to the mouse and click on something is analogous in a way. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I could sometimes do it with my thumb. Maybe. Yeah. But it's not the same. um, Certainly. No. But it is a solution, uh, and it does work. Uh, and what you choose to do with the two screens, Citra provides a bunch of options for. Uh, this is the emulator I've used. I'm sure there are others. Um, you can have it render the two screens side by side, right? So it's like you have a really big window. There's some black at the end because the resolutions are different on the two screens also, which is annoying. Oh, top, yeah. top, top screen is bigger. Uh, and then you just have the the lower screen below it, right? And it's a little... You know, you're looking like a 3DS. Yeah. Uh, or it, you can just have it render them in two separate windows. It'll just open a window for the top screen and a window for the bottom screen. You can put them, move them around on your desktop. Put I, could them put one on, you one, I could put one on one monitor and one on the other monitor and stack my monitors? I, you could. Uh, I actually did do that. I have two monitors <laughs> side by side, and I put the second, <laughs> the lower screen off on the other monitor, and then I full screen the main, the, the top window, uh-huh. uh, and, and like crank the resolution way up. Uh, you know, so How'd like, that go? It looks pretty good, dude. You can <laughs> play uh, Link Between Worlds in like super high res. It looks pretty good. Um, 
it definitely doesn't look like the 3ds anymore because the models are way too nice now and then the text comes up and you're like oh this is blurry <laughs> um but yeah it, it works you know it, it fully works you can you know map all the controls to your favorite controller uh and and go on about your day playing 3ds games pretty cool um it, it works well i think um for that game anyway i don't know what the like I just wanted to play Zelda, man. I'll just I'll be real. I don't know what other stuff, uh, you know, what the compatibility is like. I think it's probably pretty good. Um, you know, I don't know that you're going to do a lot of Street Pass stuff, uh, but it does have like a, it does support that. And like, you know, I had, I was able to set it up. So I had like some Street Pass coins and I was able to use them to like get hints on puzzles in Zelda and stuff. That was one of the uses for them in that game. Oh, that's right. You go into a ghost. I forgot about that. Can you still do that by walking also, or is that only Street Pass? I, I don't know how you walk your computer. Um, <laughs> so how do you... I wait? walk my so, emulator, so I don't so know just, how that works. So you just tell the emulator, like, I want all the coins all the time, please. So, it, you know, there's no OS, right? So, like, I'm not booting into the OS. I'm just booting into the game. Hmm. So I'm not sure how it determines, like, that stuff. Yeah, how do you, how does know it know you have Street Pass, then? Uh couldn't tell you it set it up but i just had it i had okay. those coins i don't know All where right. they came from right. okay i'm sure All that right. there's like settings for each game you can edit that allow you to set the number of coins or stuff like that sure um but yeah it was cool man uh it worked well it looked good it played that zelda game is all right man i played through the first dungeon good times beautiful very nice pretty easy to set up and then the only fiddly part is dealing with the two screens and like how do I do? Where's the button for the touch screen? What do I do? Uh, oh, you just click on it. I, I oh, yeah. feel I feel like I <laughs> might at some point once things are calmed down and I've gotten rid of the collectibles and everything else. And I kind of like am, am in line with it. I, I might end up interested in a homebrewed actual DS, though. The idea of like actually still having one that could kind of I missed buying some things during the, the final days there. And, like, I've heard a lot about Attack of the Friday Monsters, and I kind of want to play that, and I can't get that anymore. And the price of cartridge, cartridges has gone nutbags. I don't know if you've seen some of the cart I prices recently. It. Like, I'm sure. A pre-owned copy of Bravely Default is, like, you know, back to at least MSRP. Some of them are above for other games. Uh, by quite a significant amount if they were low print run, you know? I believe it. So, who knows? I don't know. I don't know the future, but I do know it's kind of sad to see this one go. I, like Michael said, I mean, we went to a Target at what time? I don't know. It was early. Uh, too early. Yeah. Uh, just to get one because they had a cool gold Zelda edition. And why wouldn't we want that? It's, uh, oh, we should say uh, we should tell people if you have a Wii U, go boot oh, that shoot. up if you haven't turned it on in a while. I guess there's, there's some there's sort of me when they say that because I have a Wii U that I haven't turned I, on in quite a while. I guess there's some sort of boot cycle problem. It's not a problem if it's not plugged in. It's a problem if it's plugged in and not turned on. Oh, okay, so I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. So mine, uh, mine, mine was me holding my breath to see if it turned on, which it did, fortunately. I turned mine on like a year or two ago, I'm sure. <laughs> when I was rearranging stuff in the office. So I think I'll be okay. But 
Um, yeah, I guess there's some sort of bricking problem with that thing. That's not good. No, it inspires me to play the one or two games I actually have left on it and then probably uh, save Vominos to that one as well. Yeah. Via Condios Wii U. There's a lot. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people emulating it well. A lot of the games, if not... I think there's two games on there that have not been ported over to the Switch at this point. It's Xenoblade Chronicles X. Why? Why? And... Wind Waker HD. Also why? Also why? <laughs> I think that's it, right? I think they've done everything else. Or at least all the other good stuff, right? Certainly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, that system is cool for what it was, but well, yeah, I was... it's not. Um, it's not essential. And I think letting it, letting it go is the right move there. And because it was built on sort of the bones of the Wii, uh, the emulation for it, pretty good. I think it's actually really funny because one of the reasons I was holding on to it is I've digitally purchased the prime trilogy for it and I've held on to it so long and not played the prime trilogy that now even the prime trilogy is getting re-released for the switch. <laughs> Maybe. Well, is at it least Andrew, thir- at least the a third one. of it, at least a third of it has been. And you know, as soon as Michael plays it and says how good it is, I'll probably be a sucker and buy it. Even though I know the other two are coming eventually. Yeah, soon just... soon tm soon tm by all accounts that uh that remaster is yo it's that game but it looks nicer Which, i'm okay uh, with that it's pretty much what people wanted right yeah yeah no, i'm the, i'm just telling you this isn't like a final fantasy 7 remake situation this is a yo this is that game but it looks good situation yeah oh it's not a remake it's a remaster but even though it's a remake yes exactly does that make sense yeah, <laughs> you got it right on the first try, right? <laughs> well, that's not a good episode title, but it is a good place to end the episode unless you guys have more thoughts on the... I, I really do. I'm going to miss the 3DS. I, I played a lot of hours on that thing. Obviously, I told you I wore one of the buttons. And I mean, I played a lot of DSs over time. I know that I had at least three of them before that that I sold off to pay for that one, right? And like... I have a lot of weird memories about the 3DS. I guess we could get into next time, but doing things like I bought a DSi that had a download only game for that thing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, which one was it? It was, let me see if my DS will turn on. Tell me Zelda, which Zelda? Hmm. Where are you We're talking about now? There was a Zelda game. Here it is. Uh, Four Sword Adventure and Four Zelda Four Swords Anniversary Edition was a Nintendo DSi download only reward game. So I just bought play regular Four Swords though. Like I know, I understand, really but uh, but you could get it with your Nintendo rewards, but you could only download it on a DSi. So at one point, I bought a DSi, downloaded it with my Nintendo points, and transferred it to my 3DS. That's dedication right there. I know, and it's like that's why it makes me very sad that this thing is kind of dying. It's like that's a lot of dedication for like a not very good Zelda game, man. Um, I don't know why I decided that I needed to do it, but I did it, and I did it successfully. Unlike many things I tried to do, I'm saluting you, man. But that's just a lot of <laughs> go back to the beginning a, of this episode mid, where mid level game, and you really you went hard for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> go back Thank to the out. beginning. Go back to the beginning of this episode where my computer just decides not to work. Okay. Imagine how excited I was when that entire process went well. I think the answer to why I did this is I have digital downloads here for The Legend of Zelda 87, The Legend of Zelda Adventure of Link 88, Link to the Past 92, Link's Awakening DX 98, Oracle of Ages 2001. So I think I have every game previous to it digitally on this device. I hear you. I think that's why I was like, well, I got to get the last one. <laughs> Which was not, it's not a good reason. I'm just telling you it no, is a reason. Yeah, but okay, look, I, <laughs> there's logic there. I see it. And I'm willing to, you know, like I said, I salute you for, yeah, for marking out for like those mid level games. Uh, yeah. But, you know, hey, the heart wants what it wants, man. I can't, I can't stop you there. There's a lot of good things to talk about with the 3DS. So if people have thoughts on their favorite 3DS game or moment or, you know, what they missed in the eShop that they wished they had bought that we could talk about how to hack and emulate. I don't know if we do another episode about the 3DS, but... Um, maybe. I don't know. I there, kind there of could be. I kind of feel like we, maybe we should. I don't know if we gave it enough time. I don't know what else if we could say have about cool it. Stuff to say, if people have cool stuff to say, though, like, let us know, and we could do a show on that. Yeah. At where? Oh, uh, they could send those to podcast at webergamers.com. That's podcast at weweregamers.com. We will read your emails. Let us know about your 3DS uh, stuff. What games did you love? What games did you play? We, we're interested. Uh, separately, uh, you can find us on social media. We're at weweregamers on all those places. Check them out. And on YouTube, we're youtube.com slash at weweregamers. And that's uh, check out those videos. That really helps us. And like subscribe to the podcast and yada yada. Yeah, yada yada, etc., etc., etc. You know. <laughs>